Hello, everybody, and welcome to TT Daily. Day six, it's race day, and that is John McGuinness heading off down the road for his 100th start. Roll the title music. TT Daily race day here, again, without Steve Plater, but we'll catch up with Steve shortly. I'm currently on, I guess you'd call it the grid, the start line. We're right next to Dean Harrison. Still got his hands taped up. Nerves are starting to kick in now. Not only for the riders, but for me and the amount of crowd that are here is unbelievable. The sun is shining. The generators are keeping the tires warm. And John McGuinness is about to set off for his 100th TT start. I can see Steve Player right now, actually. I wonder if we've got to actually grab a word with him at some point. All right, he's, he's absolutely... Uh, we, we tried to have a word with Steve Player. Absolutely diss me. Anybody would think TV was more important than the TT podcast. I think we sack him. <laughs> right, let's go and find a new host. Let's, let's take a wander down here. Milky's here. Milky, you, you feeling all right? Better than yesterday. Milky had a little bit of food poisoning yesterday. So we're moving down past Michael Rutter. Michael Rutter's, I think he's on his 500th uh, TT start. James Hilly's there. Good luck, mate. His bike's warming up. For some reason, his gloves are on the tire warmer, warming up as if it's not hot enough here. We've got Michael Dunlop looking slightly happier than he has done. And then behind him, we've got Gary Johnson. No sign of Gary yet. There's a, a big, a big, what's, what's the word I'd use here? Array of people. Congregation. Congregation. Thank you. David Todd, good luck. Thank you. You feel all right? Yeah, peaking for it, mate. Just more laps around this awesome place. I'm excited for you. Right, I want to be, talk be talking to you later, afterwards, all right? Good luck, mate. There you go, David Todd peaking as ever. We've got Peter Hickman just to my uh, left now. A lot of attention around Peter because obviously he's sponsored by Gas Monkey. The FHO team have, well, I don't know how to put it any other way. They have a lot of money behind them. And the uh, the main man, Richard Rawlings, is in the house, is in the building. So he's here to experience what it's like for the, at the TT for the first time. wonder if I could, um, sorry guys. And then right behind him, so we've got about a thousand people all stood around Pete. And then seven people stood around uh, Connor Cummins, which is a bit of a shame because this boy is a, is, a, is a local lad and every chance he could get on the podium today. And as we move further down, come on, Steve, keep up with me. There's Connor. Good luck, Connor. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Stop touching. Hey, you. How's, hey, how do you think he's going to get on today, Sally? Uh, hopefully, he'll go out and enjoy himself. Go out and enjoy himself, ride around. I'd like him to get in the top ten. I think, I do you know what? The, what I can't breathe. I'm it's, so it's fine. You're all right. You're all right. He knows what he's doing. He he's bloody good at this. He is. And I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll see him. It's a, it's a lovely day. day. I hope they all go out, enjoy themselves to the best of their abilities. They will. They will. Right, tell him I said good luck. And then another guy I wanted to have a word with was, uh, was Lee Johnson. Um, it's not cleaned his levers. His levers are absolutely caked in flies. He's on the big bike. It, have you got a second for me? I, I thought you were going to be rude then. Getting the shade. 
Are you? Irish skin, I don't want him getting sunburned. Fucking hell, three minutes to go. How are you feeling? Uh, I hear that man's voice. Three minutes. What, mine? Well, no, not as much as Gary's. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, enjoy it. And then behind him, we've got Phil Crow. We've got, from one extreme to the other, we've got Lee Johnston, what, three foot two? And then we've got Phil Crow, seven, I think he measures at seven foot eight. And then just behind him, we've got Dom Herbertson. I think we've got a bike missing there. Brian McCormick. I hope that's his, uh, his partner he's just kissed. <laughs> if not, be a bit weird. <laughs> and then we're heading down. Derek Shields is here. Just behind him, we have got Sean Anderson. We've got Craig Neve. I've not even spoke to Craig Neve yet um, about him, but he's been going really well. Then behind him, we've probably got the, um, the most exciting prospect of the TT in years to come, Glenn Irwin. Still in his novice bib. Still enjoying it. Went out last night and did a 128. Absolutely smashed it to pieces. So, uh, again, he's going to go in to this to enjoy it. He's not going for a result. He's not going for times other than to enjoy it. Oh, it's completely different. The atmosphere is completely different here to a, to a practice. Like, this is the first time I've seen, like, the riders, although they're always nervous, it's the first time I've seen them kind of just with a little less humour about them. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of the last rider heading down Glencrutchery Road. All riders are out on track now. All that we hope for is a safe and enjoyable race for all the boys. So there we have it, race one. RST Superbike is in the bag. Dominant performance by Peter Hickman. I'm gonna have a chat with him later. You'll hear that interview along with uh, Dean Harrison and Michael Dunlop. But we headed back down to Park Ferme because we wanna try and get a word with Glenn Irwin. He has had a phenomenal result. We are actually still waiting for him. Maybe I shouldn't be saying that prior to him coming down, but he's passed the time in Beacon at Cronknamona, so he should be on his way back down now. Is what he's got, signpost, governors to uh, negotiate, then down the, uh, the start finish straight and then he'll be back in the pits and hopefully we will be getting a quick word with him. Listen, you've just been on the radio. I'm not going to ask you the, the usual questions. Sure. So give me a different answer. Sure. How, how, the, how was it? It was really good. Uh, no you know, PR. <laughs> honestly, in no moments. Uh, good start. I felt like my first lap was not too bad. I uh, don't know what it was, but it felt okay. Um, and uh, when I seen that caught Craig Neve because uh, there was a little bit of a like, sort of balls up on the grid. So Brandon Cretu was meant to go 21, which I don't agree with the organizers for whatsoever because he, his practice speed was 123. And he's telling me, I don't want to go in front of you because you're going to catch me yeah. somewhere where it's quite dangerous. So, uh, fair play, he, he didn't go in front of me. So I went to go 10 seconds behind Craig Neve, and then- Oh, you were revved up, I, I was revved you. up to go, and then I was like, what, what the hell is going on here? So I caught Craig by the end of the first lap. And, so that uh, was 20 seconds gap in the yeah, end. Yeah, he's solid around here, so I thought we must be going okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. It, it's a weird, because it's the first time I've ever raced for so long in my life. So after the second pit stop, your position is like 40 seconds secure over ninth, and. 14 or 15 off 7th yeah. and 
You don't I'm see those numbers. I'm not an idiot to try and chase that down. You know, it's too dangerous out there. But I, I rolled off the lap after the second pit stop and then the last lap. I felt good. It was relaxed. I was getting tired and body was getting sore. But I, I knew we could piece together the the lap that we'd done. So, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I owe that to Honda. They, they offered me this chance uh, three years ago at the end of 19. And, you know, I suppose I give myself a bit of credit too. It's taken an awful lot of effort. Oh, mate, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we've all threw our weight behind it. You know, my family, my missus has supported me while I've been spending uh, three, four-day trips here for the past two years so it's a big family effort and uh, thanks to her as well another two races coming up mate yeah I know I could go home now <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'm looking forward to it just uh, steady away it's it'll be the same approach Superstock is probably I have the same mentality out of the northwest. it's pretty because the bike's absolutely great and I could probably get a good result on it but uh, I just love superbikes and seniors what I want to win one day and uh you know, the superbikes that I go on. Yeah, listen, so, it's, 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 it's yeah. going to happen at one point. But for now, tick that box off. You are now a TT finisher. And the fastest ever newcomer. Well, you know. <laughs> Thank you very much, well well, Chris. In there. You left that for me there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, cheers, man. That's Thank all. Good luck for the rest Thanks, of the week. Steve. Thanks. So, Steve, thought I'd grab a minute with you now. Um, the sidecar's been red flagged. We're still waiting on news for that. So uh, I thought it'd be a good time to uh, to round up the RST Superbike race. What a race that was, eh? Chris, you don't sound very excited. The sun's out. I've got my guns out. Flipping next. Sorry. Cracking racing today. Sorry. Rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting my uh, pundit's head on. <laughs> you know, it's, it's time to talk Mate, what stats, a, what figures. A, what, a, what a cracking day. You're flipping under the start for John McGuinness. Yeah. The first start for Glenn Irwin. You know, uh, boys win on the pace. A massive turnaround in tyres with three, three, all three on the podium on Dunlop tyres. Nobody would believe that beginning of the week. And um, a bit of an unknown, not an unknown, but a surprise on the podium. What, what was your surprise? Well, I actually called it with a TV that if Michael's got his problem sorted, because he went out in warm-up on the superbike, mm -hmm. uh, unlike most, um, and I said if he feels good, he'll have a dig and have a go, which he did, obviously, and come in third. How much do you think that was down to the fact that a few of the riders that were in front of him at the time ended up, you know, uh, breaking down? David Todd? Hey, listen. Connor Cummins? That's, that's TT. They didn't break down. They had issues. Uh, well, they did break down. They stopped, obviously. Um, Connor ran out of fuel, yeah. which, you know, as John, same thing happened to Pete Hickman in practice mm -hmm. uh, previously. Um, and Dave had a tyre issue, which let go, so he pulled out for safety reasons. So, yeah, frustrating. Um you know, and that's not discrediting obviously the Paget's Malenko Honda. It's one of those things, and that happens at the TT. To answer your question, that you know, it's an endurance race to finish oh, yeah. first. First, you've got to finish. Um, but the thing is, he's doing 132s done up, so he's obviously going from strength to strength and finding a feel for that Suzuki after a horrendous winter and jumping from bike to bike, trying to find a bike for the road racing this year. Yeah, definitely. I spoke to him um, down at the fan park, and he was. Uh, as, as, as happy as Michael Dunlop yeah. can be with, with that, still riding around a few problems though, so if they can sort those problems out after this race who knows what's going to happen in the senior Yeah, listen, the first race was a bit of a test, you know, I know they've all done between 18 and 24 laps so far this week in practice, however the first race is always a bit of a test with everything because it's the first one at full distance and testing a team in the pit stops and so on but um, they're all going to get stronger without doubt um, for the for the senior race on Friday on the Superbikes again, 
but uh, until then it's kind of all to play for in the other classes but today has been yeah you know after after so long away um, missing two years I think that was quite a successful day for the for the superbikes today absolutely obviously the biggest success coming from from Peter Hickman his gas monkey garage sponsor will be happy Faye will be happy with that Pete I'll be honest didn't look like he'd even broken a sweat when I was interviewing him he looked <laughs> as Dean looked like he'd been fighting you <laughs> for the past half an hour yeah and, uh, Pete looks fresh as a daisy yeah you know obviously uh, Dean's on the new bike and I think they've got not not any issues but they're just kind of trying to nail it down and get it good uh, it's a big year for Dean you know changing from Metzler to Dunlop tyres so things are a little bit different there and the, I don't think they was quite sure of how they, how they was going to run and the way it was going to work but he did a, did a great job you know and away from the podium you know brilliant to see two other heroes legends uh fourth and fifth having a bit of a ding dong last yeah. uh, couple of laps hutchie coming in fourth and, and mr mcginnis coming in fifth it was brilliant i don't know if any i don't even seen that photo on social media of john on the outlap running down bray hill and just missing somebody's football running across the road really that's some game of football down bray hill flat out in city gear isn't it plumbing hell that's just yeah imagine wow bloody hell hey can we carry on looking further down the um the finishers sean anderson best ever finishing ninth um, nathan harrison he had a good race as well he finished 12th overall he was up to 127 mile an hour so he's flying now um brendan creto i interviewed him he finished 16th so that was good and then um before we get onto the the let's say the main newcomer obviously glenn Irwin, uh, milo ward he ended up finishing 22nd and he put in a lap time of 122 mile an hour L this kid I keep seeing him on social media. I keep seeing him in the in the paddock. He's absolutely loving this. Yeah, what about Jamie Coward? Oh, man, I spoke to him as well. Flying. Yeah, fair play. You know, when we were talking to him earlier in the week, he wasn't overconfident on the big yeah. bike. And then I went down, to, I probably said this before, I went down to Kurt Michael the other night with Amy, and he looked really strong on the big bike through there. And all of a sudden he was perking up in the last couple of practices and feeling half decent. That's fair play to him. Yeah, yeah he said, well, he said he made a few changes when we were speaking to him in the ice cream queue, and that worked. And then he said before they were, so he went out, he was one of the guys that went out on the on the superbike this morning in morning warm-up right, yeah. and he took changed a few settings again and obviously they worked for him so yeah Jamie Coward really good on that and he's going to take all that confidence into those super sport and, and super twin races good great great that the boys have got warm-up now I think you know some are positive some are negative difficult uh, when I say warm-up you're allowed one lap before the race before it kicks mm -hmm. off on race morning um, you know the, the, the only trouble is you there's no there's a rider collection but no bike collection so we didn't see many super bikes going out for obvious reasons they didn't want to break down and, and leave the machines out there but uh, however you can ride any of your other bikes so it gives the boys a chance to get out and blow the cobwebs away yeah. and uh, and uh, get ready for the action later on yeah it's risky but obviously it paid off for uh, for jamie coward then let's talk about glenn Irwin. i interviewed him in part Ferme. he was absolutely peaking 129.849 miles an hour. I know he. Everybody said, right from the interview with him on the podcast, right with Harv. No one's looking at lap times. No one's looking at speeds. But he must be looking at that 130. Hey, it's funny. Funny you say that, Chris. Look who's just walked along, Graham and uh, Andrew Irwin. Right, boys. What do you reckon to your brother? What do you reckon to the newcomer? Do you think he's done a good job? 
He's definitely done a, a really good job, I think. Uh, and he's been about it the right way. I think uh, he's been very fast, maybe very early uh, in the first race. I, I did expect him probably not to put any pressure on him to break the record. Uh, he's came with a strong team. They've had a really good practice week with plenty of laps. And uh, yeah, to do it this early, is a, it's a credit to him. And uh, yeah, also to finish eighth is a, is a bonus, I think, as well. So now he's done fantastic. Graham, how about you? You've, you've had a, obviously a very, very successful motocross champion. You've had a double at British Superbikes. You know, you crashed a lot, obviously, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. Uh, what about you? You fancy go at running TT course? Uh, do you know what? Definitely not. I think this is whenever I've realised I'm my day's definitely done. <laughs> no, um, I actually didn't realise Glenn had balls bigger than me until today. So um, <laughs> yeah, but no, no. Do you know what? Credit to him, what he's doing, he, he, the work he's putting behind the scenes, and how he's going about it, and the steps that he's making. Everything's calculated, and uh, no, I'm I'm very proud of him. You know, um, say obviously be the fastest newcomer. I see him probably as Andrew. I thought yeah, he'll do it, but towards the end of the week. But for him to do it there in the first race, um, yeah. I know, I know he's been up and on. He's just going out and, and cruising around and just learning, learning, learning. But So I stopped him when he came in down the return road just outside the uh, the winner's enclosure. And I said, right, give me your first words. What do you think? And as all of us, when you first do it, his mind was blown. And uh, you can hardly talk because you're mentally drained. And then he said, what would be the best lap time? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and he's not interested. You know, he wasn't interested in being the fastest newcomer. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. What not. was the lap time? <laughs> hey, that's incredible. 29.8 is brilliant. It really is. Yeah. But I think he, he would have liked a 130. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hey, thanks, boys. Spot on. Cheers, guys. So that's it for the first race day of TT 2022. It's been a day of ultimate highs and devastating lows. We'll take Sunday to regroup and then we will go again on Monday with more racing action. We'll be back tomorrow for more exclusive insight here from the 2022 Isle of Man TT Racers.